This is Seal Talks, episode 9. Hello, friend. Are you an architect or a freelancer in the creative industry? And you constantly get clients who don't seem to want to pay what you know you are worth? Or you are even struggling to get clients, talk less of getting paid constantly? <laughs> well, this should be your home. Welcome to the Seal Talks podcast. Seal Talks is a platform dedicated to helping architects and designers develop strategies and finding new ways to build their business such that it is profitable and sustainable. I am your host, Egwenyon Leonard. In today's episode, we're taking a look at my favorite seven financial habits that can help your business growth. And at the end of this episode, you will understand what is very important to define your finances as a business owner. You will also learn new ways to structure your finances so that it supports you on the long term and you won't ever have to panic about where the next paycheck will come from. And you can, you know, spend some decent time building your brand into something that is profitable or sustainable. I guarantee you that this episode is packed. So don't go anywhere. Increase your volume as we dive in. There is a saying that an investment in knowledge pays the best interest and your business can only grow when you learn how to expand its customer base, you learn to earn more and of course make more profit. Habits generally makes a man and when we look at the financial aspect of the architecture that we practice or the business of architecture itself, you find out that The things that we do every day, the little things that we do every day is what makes up how the culture of our firm is formed, how the message we constantly send out is created. And by following certain steps, or as I put it today, by developing certain habits, you find out that you can change the track of progression of your growth to either a straight, you know, upward movement. And to do that, you need to be consistent to setting certain actionable methods, some things that can be replicated and done constantly such that they can be measured. You can take a step back and analyze them. We'll go right in. And the first one, basically, is to focus. To focus, basically, is to understand that first and foremost, you are, as an architect, in the business of providing housing solutions. Now, housing solutions may be in the form of, say you are a visualizer or you are a designer or you ensure that construction projects follow due process and are done right. But whatever the case may be, you are in the business of providing housing solutions. And when you begin to understand that you are in the business of providing those services, you come to the realization and the consciousness that your business needs to stay awake, your business needs to make profit, and you need to earn money. And in doing that, you also realize that he who serves two masters actually pleases none. And you need to be very clear on what your service is, who your target market is, and the value you bring to the table. And when you realize these things, 
you are able to fine-tune and focus more on any better. Because the first things first, in order for you to even talk of finances, you need to even be earning in the first place. And to earn, you need to strategize, you need to focus on your business. So that is my first point for today. Focus on your business. So we move on to the next one. The next one is spend less than you earn. You need to spend less than you earn. I know it's pretty straightforward, but I will expand on what I mean. You know, I'll tell you a quick story. A while ago, a friend of mine, who is also an, an, an architect, but he works in a visualization practice, he was complaining to me that, well, about three months back, he got the promotion. And of course, that came with a salary increment. And he was really happy. Now, the first month, by his narration, he was able to save. The second month, he was able to save. But as of the third month, he realized that all those savings has been soaked up in expenses and he was wondering that okay how come he's back to that position it seemed like what he was earning before he got the promotion was sufficient for him but right now this is still the same thing so in explaining to him i gave him a simple analogy there's this law of work called the parkinson's law and it simply states that any work you're giving will always expand to fill the time you know is allocated for it and what that simply means is if you are given one hour for a task and you're able to focus you will finish that task in one hour that same task can be given to you to do for a week and the work will continue to expand until that one week is up and you take it serious i'm sure this story or this narration or this law is very familiar to us in architecture school where you of course crash program and except for the really really dedicated ones who will start drawing from beginning of the semester however relating this to finance in explaining to my friend now i explained to him that Parkinson's law can be likened to his finance now expenses will always emphasis on the always <laughs> expenses will always expand to fill the amount of money you have allocated for it now if you earn two hundred thousand, and that two hundred thousand is to your firm now i'm not talking to you as an individual as a practice you're, you've done a project for someone you may be a designer you charge say three hundred five hundred thousand for a design and then the client pays you cash or pays you you have the money in your account if you allocate that whole money as available to your firm for spending or for expenses you find out that your expenses will increase such that it fills up that money it, it feels like you are constantly in a circle and i explained to him uh, on what step to take which brings us to the next point and the next point will be that you need to organize your finances Organizing your finances is basically just helping you break down what is it actually that you earn in a certain given month on an average. I know the uncertainties of, you know, starting as a freelancer or a small firm owner, you know, you don't know where the next paycheck will come from. I agree, right? But the one you have earned, assuming you earn X, Y, Z amount of money in a month, do you even know what it takes to keep your light on? as a business owner for a whole month now that's where you need to start from you organize your business your finances such that you break down what it actually takes to run your business for a whole month then you keep your expenses straight you keep and this are practical examples for example uh, one of the major things in every practice that i know is power you need impressed 
you need um, to pay salaries if you're not working alone. You need to make purchases to aid your business. If you are able to structure all of this and you know in a certain month, this is the average that goes on impress, stationaries. This is the average that goes on foiling or keeping, you know, uh, utility bills. And you are able to structure this. What it does for you is it keeps a figure in your head that, okay, this is the amount of money I need to be a break even every month. If whatever I spend is say 20k, for example, on foiling and I spend 5k on impress, I spend 100k or 200k on salaries. If you add it all up, you find out that that total is what I need to make and above it every month to ensure that my light stays on in the office. So organizing your finances is something that will help you, you know, monitor and track your growth or the growth of your business. That, that brings me to the next point. In organizing your finances, you also need to separate yourself from your business. Separating yourself from your business is very important. And I'll say this with all sense of seriousness because this particular point has taken people to the early grave. What I mean is this. As a business owner, there are times and seasons for everything. And if you understand time and season, you know that there are times for plenty. And of course, there are times when you need to you need to sow. Now, when you have time of plenty, there's tendency for you to believe that you are invincible and you're always going to have money. And one principle about money is the fact that money comes and goes. So how well you are able to prepare for those times when money is on the go, the better for you. So you need to separate yourself from your business, you need to realize that your business is a different entity from you as an owner. And how do you do this? When you are organizing your business, you need to place yourself as a firm owner under a certain salary. And you are the one that knows how much, of course, based on the metric of measuring how much your firm can afford, you already know based on your expenses or the level of work you currently do, you know how much you earn. So if you're able to do that calculation, you put yourself on a very sustainable fee that can sustain your family and keep things, you know, well, such that once you take that amount of money every month, every other penny, you know, that you earn goes to your firm. And as such, you're able to build the firm on its own. And in doing that, what you also do is that you separate the accounts, as I've stated before, when you're organizing your finances, you separate accounts, your welfare, development, R&D, separate all of them, it goes into separate accounts. Now, if you have a scenario where your income, for example, you have a project, 100,000 Naira comes in, already you have certain percentages allocated to each of these accounts. 10% say to research and development, 5% say to running of the office. No matter what amount comes, you know that there is a certain percentage that is allocated to these things. And automatically, once the funds come, it goes to the various you know, um, coffers. And you know that, okay, when you look at the account, if you needed to take a course, for example, you will not be worried about where will I pay this from because automatically there's an account set up for that. So separating yourself from your business is intertwined with organizing your business. It's a step when you're organizing your business, you separate yourself from your business. 
Now, just a quick recap. We've talked about how to focus, how to spend less than you earn, how to organize your finances. We've talked about separating yourself from your account. So the fifth one is to realize that you are unique and you need to treat yourself as that. Comparison is one thing that kills people faster than cancer. What I mean is this. You have a trajectory. Your growth, your business growth is going on a certain path. Yes, it's determined most times yeah, by grace and by your hard work. Now, being at the right place at the right time, you also need to realize that your journey is unique to you. And as such, in order not to give yourself heartache, as a creative, I have experienced this time and time and time again, where people will be comparing their own path with another person's path. Your journey is unique. And you need to realize that and know and own that truth that this is exactly where I am in the growth of my business. When you own that truth, you will be able to do justice to it, know the next thing to do and how best to proceed. If you keep comparing your business with that of another person, all in the purpose of knowing if you are growing, at the end of the day, you end up with heartaches and you will not have the zeal or the courage to even grow your business and do the needful. So you need to realize that you are unique and treat yourself as that. So it takes us to the sixth point. You need to pay attention, you know, to your wants and your needs. There are two different things. You need to also prioritize these wants and the needs. And in doing this, I'll give you a classic example. Recently, you know, I'm a co-founder at Render Like a Pro, a visualization outfit, and we do commercial, real estate, basic, you know, stunning images. And in order to do this, you know, we have a studio, Render Like a Pro. Recently, a situation came up where we had to choose between buying a new set of computers to help us minimize how much we spend on render farm as a service also we needed power we needed an alternative power supply because we're spending so much on energy that we needed to find a sustainable option which in this case was the inverter and the panels then a third problem was to set up our studio in the office for recording now we had dedicated space for that and we needed to do something about the space now looking at the three problems we had all of them were very important to our efficiency in the office. You know, computers will make us more efficient, achieve achieve more in less time, less amount of money. Power, of course, very crucial. We cannot operate anything without power. And then recording, of course, will make our tutorials and all of those things more seamless. So we had to prioritize which one can wait, which one is actually a need and which one is a want. At the end of the day, we had to opt for the option of solving the power problem first because power problem would have a ripple effect on all of these other problems I have stated. So we had to let the other one wait and decide on solving our power problem by investing in solar energy, you know, at the office. So today I can tell you categorically that we don't even worry about generator. We only service our generator maybe at intervals such that it's operational. Should anything happen, we'll have a backup. So prioritizing your needs and your wants is very, very important. So the last step, which is the seventh step, is you need to reinvest in your business. The saying that the more you learn, the more you earn is not a scam. People need to realize that when you run a business, the more books, the more ideas, the more experiments, 
you do will determine or tell directly on your business will determine how fast you grow of course how curvy your growth you know graph will be it is very important to reinvest in your business by taking courses constantly listening to you know podcasts like the seo talks podcast and learning and finding new ways that your business can grow and thrive financial success is something you plan for it is not something that happens at the end you know of a physical year and you just stumble on it it is deliberate you have to be deliberate you have to be consistent about financial success and because there are people who constantly do this there are a lot of people that i know they will tell you yes we do not have a lot of clients and when i meet a lot of people i'm talking about ourselves as well because we belong to that that class that we might not have as many as say 50 20 you know 10 clients in a specific time but those clients are you know they are treated well they are given the best experience and because they know that this is what we do because we give our all they always come back and when that money comes planning is very important so i have a very good question for you do you think just be honest with yourself now do you think your firm can strive or your firm can't survive let me use that word can your firm survive without earning a dime for seven straight months or for a year can your firm the way it currently is structured the way your finances are today can it survive seven to one year without receiving a dime from any client now if your answer is no then you need to do better if your answer is yes believe me i want to know what you are doing right so drop your comments in the comment section let us know what it is you're doing how it is you're doing it and how best to help people out there because even myself that is speaking i am constantly learning i want to understand what is it that people are doing right and what is it that i do not want to do such that i don't fall into the trap of failure so it is very important that you find your own measure of success very very key thank you for sticking with me till the end of this episode wow it kind of just flew by anyways <laughs> until the next episode this is seal stay chill guys